Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Small Worlds Podcast, designed to explore frameworks of love, purpose, and connection. I'd say, stop thinking so much. That's what I would say. I feel like the world thinks too much. I feel like if they just spent more time living and just not thinking. But that's me, you know, I don't think ever and I seem to be doing okay. I'm a happy guy, I don't know, I just feel like a lot of good can come from people just going off their gut and going off their basic instinct and going off what their heart tells them. This is a 19-year-old Mac Miller straight out of a 2011 BRM interview when asked the question, what advice do you have to give to the world? What's good, homies? Welcome back. My name is Yanni, and if this is your first time here, I want to welcome you to the Small Worlds Podcast. If you've been riding the wave for the past two episodes, you know we've been talking about love in both its complexities and simplicities. Here's a spoiler alert. Love is going to be present in every episode, but I think in this one in particular, we're not going to be too explicit about it. So circling the conversation back to the wisdom given by a young Mac, I'm wondering why we overthink so much. Why I, in particular, overthink so much. A lot of my closest friends know I am extremely introspective and self-reflective, especially given that I live by myself. I sit alone with my thoughts all the time. If you're someone similar, well, I see you, I hear you, I'm with you, I feel it. I think it's extremely fascinating to think about the concept of overthinking in conjunction to the pandemic that all of us are collectively navigating. A world in which we really aren't supposed to be seeing each other face-to-face or in person as regularly. A world where we're probably sending hella emails and hella text messages. And if you want to really know me, I hate long text. I hate long emails. And the reason why is because a lot of the times our tone, our intention, our message gets misinterpreted. And there's really nothing you could do to control how your recipient receives what you sent. And expanding the frameworks of overthinking beyond just communicating virtually to one another. A lot of us can find ourselves overthinking the emptiness and the mundane that surrounds us as I talked about in episode 2 of Small Worlds. What do we do when we have nothing to do? A lot of us may feel that there's this urgency to be productive, whether it's because we see people on social media getting their grind in or pursuing their passions or, or finding employment. Some of us may be continually asking ourselves, what can I do to be more productive? Or how can I use my time better? Why do I feel so behind while everyone is getting so ahead? This might not be you, and if it's not, well, then you're Jay chilling. But if this sounds like it resonates with you, I'm here to tell you I hear you, I see you, I feel you, and you're not alone. If I could share one piece of insight that has guided me during this transition into finding a place of mental security during this pandemic, it has been surrendering to what I do not have control over. A lot of us don't have control over our employment, don't have control over our capability and permission to see those we love the most, don't have control 
over how people respond to the messages we send them. One thing I do challenge you to think about is the one thing you do have control over. And that piece is having control over feeling like you are enough. One thing that I know deeply about myself that is super counterintuitive is that I love making plans and having structure just so I can destroy it all. I think a lot about the Joker in The Dark Knight and how he is, well, one, just a straight up boss. Two, I think he explicitly says like he never has plans. And for some reason, everything pretty much goes his way, even till the very end. It doesn't even feel like he is at a sense of defeat, but at a place of acceptance. And although he is seen as the criminal or the villain in the movie, there's something extremely admirable about how the Joker has been so locked in to who he is, so grounded in his purpose, and so unfazed by anything that happens in his environment. His plan is literally just going with the flow. To give you all a little inside scoop of what goes into my weekends during this pandemic, I make no plans whatsoever, and I love it. During my time as a college student, I felt so insecure with myself because I had essentially all the time in the world on the weekends and I really wanted to spend that time with people. I had a romanticized idea of the places I want to go, the groups of people I want to be with, what activities I wanted to do, and time and time again. And unfortunately, people couldn't link up. The places I wanted to go to were either too far or not open and everything I wanted just couldn't be manifested. And I always found myself either waiting for responses or disappointed that my ideal weekend resulted in me waiting on my couch for exactly nothing to happen. After spending about six months living by myself in a new apartment during this damn quarantine, I knew I didn't want to spend my weekends like that anymore. I didn't want to be waiting for nothing. I wanted to feel whole. I wanted to manifest the feeling of being enough, of seeing my surroundings, and accepting that that is enough. I asked myself, how can I make the most out of what's already around me? I think about the music I have yet to listen to. I think about the places I have yet to go. I think about the food that I've always wanted to try. When I think about dope people like Mac Miller, people like the Joker, people who don't overthink, who go with the flow, and whose purpose is grounded in taking care of themselves first, and feeling that sense of being enough before any other factors come to play. I look at my own life. I think about how the world can mistake self-care for selfishness, how the world can see self-acceptance and paint it as egotistical, how systems of power have the audacity to demand so much of your attention, time, energy, and love, knowing that they're not gonna give you any of it back. I appreciate Mac Miller so much because although I do not have the same type of intimate relationship with every album he's dropped, each album was a holistic representation of his life and what he was going through. He never made an album with the first priority of giving the people what they wanted. He put himself first and at the core of every piece of work he's done. And the beauty of it is that the law of attraction was manifested, that billions of people wanted to hear more of his story no matter what type of genre he put it in. Mac Miller, you remind me 
to put out my truth, my story, to go at my own pace and trust that whatever is meant to gravitate in my own sphere will come when I remember to stop waiting on people, on things that aren't ready to accept me yet. When I transition to love, knowing that love, that God, God who loves me, is always ready to hold me. And how I could find God in every pocket that I choose to see him in. When I think about some of the most stressful moments I've had, especially with work during these past couple months. When I'm afraid to send an email out because I'm not sure how it's going to get read. When I think about a project I'm trusted to lead and how I want to make sure that I make my boss happy, I make students happy, that I make everyone happy, I find myself in a state of paralysis by over-analysis. When I want to make everything so damn perfect, in reality, I ask myself, is it really going to be the end of the world if I don't hit every checkmark? And don't get me wrong, I always strive to do the best that I can. But I know I need to remind myself and I hope to remind you, the listener, that your best looks different every day. That when we surrender to making mistakes, when we don't hold ourselves to a standard of perfection, we create a better relationship with our psyche, with our mental, to not overthink so much. When I think about work just as a concept, think about employment, think about my career, I'm such a purpose-driven individual where I find myself back at moments of overthinking and say, why am I tripping so much? I ask myself, is it really going to be the end of the world? What is the worst that could happen? I saw my older cousin post this quote on Instagram that said, done is better than perfection. And I think about how many of us have been working through fighting caution fatigue, this state of mental and emotional being where we've spent the early months of this pandemic in fight or flight mode, but understand that we've been in it so long that we've started to let our guard down. Many of us think that the pandemic is getting a little better, that we can just go outside, hang out with friends, and that we're no longer susceptible to what's going on in the world around us. So when I think about this idea of done being better than perfect, I think about my relationship to this pandemic how I've accepted that this isn't going away anytime soon. I've been learning to adapt to a lifestyle that accepts shelter in place in quarantine as potentially something that's indefinite. A lifestyle where I may never get to eat at a restaurant with some of my best friends, go to my favorite movie theater, and eat some popcorn with a damn cherry and blueberry icy. I've chosen to no longer waste my time thinking about what I'm going to do when this is all over and channel that energy into thinking about what can I start doing now? How can I not wait on the world to change, to manifest my dreams, my passions, to pour love into my work, my friendships, my relationships, myself, how I can stop overthinking, how I can respond with my gut and trust my instinct. So this is the time where I invite you the beautiful listener, to reflect on the last time you stopped in the middle of work, to ask yourself, what is this all for? To think about where you said you want to be in the future and take a step back to ask yourself, why is it that I want to be there? To pause and ask yourself where you are in this moment mentally, literally, figuratively, anything you want. Taking time to stop and to receive, to stop planning your next move for every second and to see what the universe has to offer you. I recently bought a bike 
and this past weekend, I rode around the city with no destination set, letting my curiosity and energy lead the way. And I hope I continue to sustain this sense of believing and gravitating towards the unknown to allow myself to be held by something bigger than me, something that is out of my control, to do things on my own agenda, and to understand that I cannot reach a place of overflow if I don't know how to accept my whole self first. I'm always in a rush, I've been thinking too much But keep it on the hush, no one need to know Just us, that's really all it takes We don't need nothing but today Today, today, today Thank you for joining me on this third episode of Small Worlds My name is Yanni, and I'll catch you next time Peace <laughs>